Welcome back to another episode of Petty's Pod. We got a great episode coming up for you guys today. Ian Finger, as usual, coming on the pod again. He's on call. We got NBA playoffs to talk about as usual again. Um and then a little bit of NFL draft talk at the end of the at the end of the pod. You know, that's gonna be the hot take segment in itself. So let's get straight into it. Gonna be a fun episode and I uh, hope you stay tuned in. Hope you're ready. Let's go. Back in the studio, we got Ian on call once again. Ian, what's going on? How you doing, Tyler? I'm um, doing pretty good, but uh, you know we're gonna get started with this pod right now. Start with a little NBA talk. Um, did a pod a couple of days ago. Talked about Nets, Celtics. You know, hot topic right now. Um, but Ian, I just want to get your thoughts on where the Nets go from here. Um, uh, KD needs to ask for a trade. Um, he's the only guy that really gave it his all this season. Uh, Kyrie uh, sat out half the games just because he had a hissy fit about this whole vaccination thing. Um, the the rest of the Nets were just washed, though. So there's really not much you could do about it. Um, KD needs to ask her out. He shouldn't have left Golden State. And I think next year that the Nets kind of have to – they fire Steve Nash as well. That guy's, yeah, that guy's useless. So, Yeah. But the thing with Steve Nash, he wants out. I think he quits before he gets fired, to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah, but, you know, you guys know my thoughts. I said it the other day. But, yeah, Katie shouldn't have left Golden State. Kyrie, a lot, a lot to blame is on Kyrie. But another question about this series, Ian, the Celtics, contenders, or did they go out before the finals? Um, I think Bucks beat them next round. Mm-hmm. I have Bucks. Uh, as one of my favorites to win it all. They're so underrated at that three seed. Yeah. Um, really, I, I could see them beating every single team in the NBA at this point, except for the Suns, the fully healthy Suns. That might be difficult, but yeah. Yeah, I have I had the Bucks warriors championship at the beginning of the season. Um, I have Bucks in seven in the second-round series. Uh, let's actually talk about that series right now. Um, Matchup-wise, we know Middleton's out until at least the finals if they get there. Um, yeah, Giannis. I was talking to a couple people yesterday. You know, I said Bucks and seven to them, and they're like, "No, Celtics and six because of no Middleton." Giannis. I don't think people are uh, considering that Giannis is going to have thirty-five plus in every game in the series, or that he's like was top three in MVP voting this year. Yeah, he, so. he's the best player in the world. Um, Kevin Kevin Durant isn't. Kevin Durant's a much different player to guard than Giannis when, if you're Jason Tatum. Uh, talk about the matchups in the Nets-Celtics series. Uh, obviously, they favor the Celtics, but Jason Tatum cannot guard a 6'11", 230-plus pound man who can run from the three-point line to the basket with taking one dribble. That's just, Tatum cannot guard that, Ian. Um, I don't think anybody in the fleet can. No, so. but... The hype is around this Jason Tatum defense, you know, preventing the Nets from winning this series, preventing KD from going off in every game. And then, you know, obviously we both agreed on that Giannis is going to dominate this series. You look at the other matchups, you know, the depth for the Bucks just destroys the depth for the Celtics. It's been a problem for the Celtics all year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but a good matchup, though, is Marcus Smart against Drew Holiday. Uh, Smart has definitely has the ability to... Uh, limit Drew Holiday's play in this series, you know, maybe that affects the Bucks, but I still have Bucks in seven. Ian, do you have- I, I think we have to take into account that all Holiday has to do is pass it to Giannis. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he hey, will yeah. have to pick up some scoring, though. You think Giannis gets the double teams? Um, if Robert Williams is fully healthy and they double team him with Tatum and Robert Williams, that that if they can figure out a way to do that, you know, that could uh, change this. I would do that because with no second option, I feel like that would be that that has to make somebody else step up in a playoff atmosphere, which can be kind of difficult for lots of players. But yeah. obviously, the Bucks are very good. I'm sure that we saw Grayson Allen. As much as I don't like him, he's been playing really well. Yeah. He popped up against the Bulls in that series. Um, I think Holiday. I think Holiday just has this consistent ten. Like ten five and three. Okay. Uh, I that that's kind of my prediction. But really, if the Bucks, if I, I could see the Bucks winning in six, if somebody really steps up and becomes that second option, besides Giannis. Mm-hmm. If it goes to a game six, and the Bucks are up three two, you know, you don't bet against the Bucks at home in that game six. You know, they're trying to get to a championship. They're the, they are the reigning champions of the NBA. Um, a lot of people forget. But uh, yeah, we both agree on Bucks. Bucks winning the series in six or seven. Um, let's move on to uh, what just finished Philadelphia Toronto. Philadelphia win by thirty plus thirty five points in this one. Uh, Toronto. A lot of people thought maybe the Doc Rivers curse would continue and Philly would blow another three one lead, but they were up three zero and uh, get it done in six. So that puts them up against the Heat, who beat the Hawks in five. I'm going Heat in six in this one, Ian. Um. This is tough because uh, you know the Sixers are really good. Yeah, uh, it's just the Heat are just that much better. Um, so it, it's really tough here. Obviously, Hero has to come off the bench and drop a consistent twenty-five. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I I think I got to go with the better team. I, I'll go with the Miami Heat here. Yeah. I think the key to this series is um, the Heat just with the defense that they play again is like they have to prevent guys like Maxi or Tobias Harris um, going off. Maybe Danny Green hits a couple threes in a game because the Sixers are really dependent on those those guys because you know Embiid's gonna have his his easy thirty and ten plus rebounds. Harden's gonna have his you know eighteen plus like ten plus assists a night, but. The reason that the Sixers won this series, you saw Maxi a couple games go off for thirty plus. Um, you've seen different guys, uh, different role players for the for the Sixers win them games in this playoffs so far, and I don't think the Heat allows that to happen. So I, I got that's why I got Heat winning this one. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, one last thing. Yeah. I think we forget how good Kyle Lowry is, how much he does for that Heat team. Mm-hmm. Um, I we all we hear about uh, we hear about Bam, we hear about Jimmy, we hear, we hear about Tyler Hero. But we don't hear about Kyle Lowry. He he does a lot. I I I think he's averaging like uh, double digits as well. Yeah. So um, I, I he's definitely that uh, honestly a fourth or fifth option. Like the the Heat are so deep that it, even coming off the bench uh, like i think this series will be won by uh off the bench players uh i think that because the heat had that advantage in that second rotation i think that um Embiid can be limited he can Embiid can go off but the heat will still keep pace and end up winning because of that second rotation and how dominant they will be yeah um another thing for the heat too you mentioned kyle lowry oladipo 
in a closeout game five um, in Miami, he had 20 plus points. Looks looks to be getting back to the former uh, player we we knew he was uh, before he, before the injuries. You know, miss a lot of this season with those injuries. I I forgot he was on the Heat to be honest until I put the camera on him in game one. Um, but uh, yeah, we both got Heat winning this series. I just don't think the Sixers are uh, consistent enough to beat this uh, very good Heat team. So moving on to the Western Conference, we got. Suns knocking off the Pelicans in six tonight. Chris Paul set a playoff record, 14 for 14. 14 straight makes. Absolutely ridiculous game from him. Could have missed, literally. Um, Ian, do you think the Suns are back and make a finals run, or do you think that they're still at that place where we thought they were when they lost two games to the Pelicans? Um, They're back. Uh, they, they have to be back. I mean, they, they had a close game. The Pelicans have been playing super well, so you can't kind of like uh, tarnish the Heat because, or not the Heat, uh, tarnish the Suns because they dropped two games to the Pelicans. They still won in the Eastly. Even when the Pelicans did win those two games coming into tonight, I knew that the Suns were going to win. Right. Um, uh, I don't think there's a doubt about it in my mind. Uh, and to do it away as well. Um, and Chris Paul, he, he really showed up tonight. Uh, Booker coming back was huge. I was not aware he was in for this game. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was out. Um, but uh, I think that the Heat are 64 and 18. And you, you obviously are going to make a finals run when you win 64 games and only lose 18 of them. Mm-hmm. Um. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Uh, I, th- I I think the Suns don't go to the finals again. I've been saying this all year, but yeah, they're they're back. Uh, Booker has a couple extra days to uh, recover from his injury. You know, obviously came back and surprise surprisingly coming back in this one. Thirteen points at a clutch three um, in the last last minute of the game to uh, really stretch that lead to um, two possession game. Um, but not much to talk about with the Suns. But the Pelicans, you know, they could be a threat next year. To be honest with you, Zion coming back. Um, they, they'll probably get a good draft pick this year. You know, it's a great draft. Uh, McCollum, Ingram, Valanciunas is looking really good. Devontae Graham. Um, they'll, they'll be really good next year. Zion coming back? Yeah. Yep. I I don't think Zion leaves. A lot of people think Zion want to leave. I don't think that's going to happen. No, he's staying after what he just saw tonight as well. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what I think too. Like, come close. Sun should have sweeped, but, uh, they, they played so well. So I think Zion does come back. Because they have a way better roster than what they did when Zion first joined this team. And they're so young, for the exception of McCollum. Right. So young. Right. But moving on from those, from that game, um, Jazz Mavericks is going on right now. Jazz up three in the first quarter. Um, Luka's back for the Mavericks. I got the Mavericks winning this game tonight, getting it done in six. Um, Ian, what, are you about, what about you? I agree. Um, if they I'm don't win this game, for... they'll win game seven. So. Uh. Yeah, I agree. At home as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they put up fifteen twenty one in the first quarter. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, two two teams that are probably a year or two away from making any type of playoff run, in my opinion. Still, the Mavericks are really good though. They have a good roster. Um, yeah, I, I think that. Uh, I think that they do lose to. Um, honestly, if they see the Grizzlies, I think they'll lose to the Grizzlies. The Mavericks? Yeah. Mavericks play the Suns second round. Um, oh, they won't even make it that far. Yeah. Uh, I wait, think, wait, is Grizzlies Warriors going to be 
series. Yeah, that'll be second round. Oh gosh, that's gonna be so good. Yeah, I want to see Suns Warriors so bad, dude. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think if the Mavericks play the Suns second round, which we obviously both think is gonna happen, healthy Luca, Jalen Brunson still performing even with Luca in the lineup, we saw in Game Five. Um. You know, I think there is a chance they can beat the Suns, but I got Suns in six. I'll give Luca two games. The two games at home, I think he wins those by himself. But yeah, I got Suns in six in that one. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. So moving on to the what what has maybe been the most entertaining series: Grizzlies Timberwolves game game six tomorrow night. Um, Ian, what are your overall thoughts on this series so far? It's been a weird. Uh, annoying series to watch but some good games um i do think the grizzlies win the series but i think the t-wolves win tomorrow okay okay um i think that the grizzlies are either going to win by 30 tomorrow or the t-wolves are going to win tomorrow and i really hope that we see anthony edwards drop 30 and carl anthony towns uh not play a terrible game so I, I, I'm really excited to see John in a pressure situation as well. Um, kind of really haven't seen that uh, in his career. So, uh, yeah, I'm I kind of just excited to watch. Watching John in that fourth quarter of the last game was absolutely so – it, it was so fun to watch. Uh, hit the game-winning layup, had a dagger three um, with, with less than two minutes ago. Edwards is 3-2 to tie the game, yeah. With that was like so second-year player, just yeah, oh he, he's 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 uh, making a name for himself in this series, I think. Um, but I really don't like the Timberwolves. I said on the last podcast, Carl Anthony Towns is so annoying to watch. Um, I'm so happy after he shushed the crowd with ten minutes to go. Uh, ja, ja did the same thing back to him at the end of the game. Um, also, Patrick Beverly needs to stop talking to Ja as well. Uh, he did the too small thing on Ja Morant in the last game. Next, literally the next possession, John Morant makes a layup over him and then does it right back to him. Patrick Beverly needs to know his place, Ian. Um, it's con. It's Pat Bev, though. Um, Jose Grand Theft Alvarado is much better. Um, but that's, a hot take. that's not a hot take, dude. That's such a hot take. Are you kidding me? He's. We're talking about a guy who's who goes undrafted and is playing in the last minutes of an elimination game at home. Like, doesn't matter. He's on the Against Pelicans. Chris Paul. Doesn't matter. He's on the Pelicans. <laughs> Literally, you can call somebody up from D3, and they might be starting in that starting five. But, Anyways, um, I think Pat Bev, we know he's been the menace of the NBA for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. We love Pat Bev. We love his energy. And I think that he drops 45 in a game set. I'm kidding. Save the hot takes for later, Ian. Jesus. That would be like a a career high dating back to like fifth grade for him probably. Um, But yeah, I think the Grizzlies win too. I agree with Ian. If they don't win tomorrow, they'll win game seven. Um, Very likely the Timberwolves can get it done at home. Um, But yeah, this has been a great series and I'm – I really want the Timberwolves out. I don't like anyone on their team except Anthony Edwards because um, he's just fun to watch. But, um, you know, Ian said he's excited for Grizzlies-Warriors, which we both think will happen. Warriors beat the Nets in five. Close game, closer than I expected in game five. I thought the Warriors were going to blow them out at home in a closeout game. Uh, but Curry really got him over the hump. Poole and 
Clay Thompson did not have a good game, and they still found a way to win, which I think is scary for the rest of the NBA. Yeah. So we got so let's let's talk about this second round: Grizzlies Warriors. I'm picking Warriors in four. Warriors in four. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry, sorry but start the hot take segment. Yeah. Okay, Matt. Let's go matchups. You need like like doing this matchup stuff. Um, Curry, John Morant. They cancel. I I mean, you could say they cancel each other out because Ja will do most of the scoring for the Grizzlies. Um, Clay. Desmond Bain, I think those two cancel each other out, and maybe Clay has the edge because he's just a better playoff player. Even though Desmond Bain has been great in the Minnesota series, um, Jordan Poole, Anthony Edwards, I'm taking my guy Jordan Poole. Anthony Edwards, <laughs> wrong, 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 um, yeah. wrong here's and here's the here comes the difference. I'm not gonna get into Wiggins and Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, I don't really care about that matchup. Um, wait, 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 I was, I was talking about the Timberwolves, um, my bad, my bad, Draymond and Dylan Brooks, uh, Dylan Brooks can probably score more, but, uh, um, but here's, I think Draymond gets in the, Draymond's gonna be in the paint taking his nose, and Jaw's gonna come in and go, Jaron Jackson is gonna have four fouls in the first half of every game, and he's not gonna play in the second half. Jaron Jackson doesn't know how to rebound. He gets dumb fouls like Cat, and Cat's been really—it's been really embarrassing for Cat to be in foul trouble in literally every single game of this series. Um, but yeah, Jaron Jackson's the same way. Um, Draymond's gonna play him smart. He's gonna outsmart him, out-experience uh, him, and uh, Jaron. Me that the Warriors are gonna sweep the Grizzlies. I think I mean the Grizzlies. If we're being honest, the Grizzlies probably get one at home, but the Warriors are. The Warriors are back. Probably get one at home. The Warriors win in six minimum. Six. Minimum. That's if the Warriors win. I could see the Grizzlies beating the Warriors. No, 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 no. no. Warriors. Steph is not in his old form yet. He dropped thirty last night. He's the only good player for the Warriors last night. Yeah, I mean, he dropped thirty plus in Game Four. They literally pulled up a G League team to play, except for Jokic. It's a little G League roster out there. All I'm saying is, if the Warriors beat the Nuggets in five, the Grizzlies will go down four and f- or five. Because, dude, here's the thing: the Warriors are back. I'd like to make a personal bet, me and you, that. Yeah, we can do a friendly wager. If the Warriors win in five, I win the bet. Four, you said four. All right, all right, fine. I said, I said the Grizzlies might get a game at home, but sure, sure, we'll go four. Fine. And you say Warriors six. In f- Warriors in five. I say Warriors in six or literally anything else. Okay. All right, fine. Warriors have to get it done in five or less for me to win. And anything else, Ian wins. Um, but here, can we, like, talk serious for this? Uh, if we both think – you think the Warriors are going to win. Obviously, the Grizzlies can win. It's the playoffs, whatever. Yeah. But we're both – I'm personally really excited for Warriors' sons, like you said earlier. But mm-hmm. – if this happens, Warriors Suns Western Conference Finals. Um, I'm taking Warriors in seven. I had Warriors winning the championship in the beginning of the season. I've been saying it for the old playoffs. I have Warriors wow. in seven. No, I have to disagree. I have Suns in six. Suns in six? Yeah. You're giving the Warriors two games in that series? Yes. Wow. I just think 
here's the thing going back to the Grizzlies stuff going back to whatever whoever the Warriors play they're they're just back they have a, a third scorer that's all they need Jordan Poole if he averages you know 18 plus if Wiggins can average 14 plus uh for the rest of the playoffs Curry and Clay will both average 25 I think uh as we move into the later rounds they're just too experienced Draymond will put up his 8-8-8 eight, eight, and eight a night you know he loves doing that in the playoffs and they, their depth is too. GP2 coming off the bench, hitting a couple of threes a game. Kaminga can de- defend the most athletic player on the other team. Um, I just think the Warriors, uh, you know, their roster is too good to pass up, um, especially like a second-round loss. I just can't see that. Um, but I have I have Warriors in seven. I just I just think they're the, they're a better team than the Suns. Amen. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, we can we can definitely agree. We'll definitely talk more about that when it's more of a possibility. Um. But yeah, that's our uh, that's our takes on the NBA playoffs so far. Maybe we we got a little bit far. We got a little bit ahead of ourselves there going into the later rounds, but still, still uh, not written. But uh, thirty seconds. I know a lot of people are watching the NFL draft right now. Something I personally can't watch. Uh, it's so boring. Um, Roger Goodell, you know, it's just it's first for the first ten seconds watching him try to hype up the crowd and getting booed immediately. Um, Tyler Smith just got drafted. That's kind of cool. Tyler Smith. Oh, nice. Good job, Tyler. <laughs> um, yeah, completely irrelevant. Uh, there's no... I mean, I'm looking at the teams that people are getting drafted from this year. I'm looking at NC State, Mississippi State, um, Texas A&M were really bad this year. Penn State were bad. Boston College, you know, Northern Iowa. It's just Tulsa. It's just like an irrelevant draft. Dude, Trevor Penning's a beast. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, the Lions are... Uh, let's start... You know what? Whoosh! We're moving on to hot takes. Uh, starting in the NFL draft, Lions will get more than... Ian, Lions over 5.5 wins next year. Let's talk about this. Okay, let's do okay. it. Okay. Divisionally, they get one versus the Bears. Okay. I think the, I think the Bears win the other one. They lose both versus the Packers. Let's remember, just because they lost Devontae Adams does not mean that they're not going to win the division again. <laughs> uh, the, their defense is still really good. It's still a top 10. It's still in top 10 form. Uh, we just drafted an inside linebacker. I'm a Packers fan, so I might be a little biased, but can't count the Packers out. I think they win both versus the Lions. We have to remember the Lions quarterback is Jared Goff. Yeah, that's the only thing holding them back. They could, you, you know what? Malik Willis could fall to the Lions. I'm not, I'm not even joking. They have the thirty, they have the thirty uh, second pick. I'm pretty sure the Lions. Malik Willis still on the board. Could that change the franchise? That's what everyone likes to say on draft night. Even though I completely disagree every time. <laughs> Probably not. Um. Anyways, yeah. I, I was, I was going on. Let's go back. Uh, Vikings. I don't think they'll lose. The Vikings are always. Um, contenders for the division with the Packers, um, so that's so that they're already one in five in conference. I would have to look at their schedule in depth, but I don't think they get four out of conference wins unless they literally play the Jaguars, the Texans. Dude, the thing the with the Lions over the past couple of years is they always get a sneaky win. Like you saw it against the Packers last year, they always get like some stupid like sneaky win by like three. And if we're they Aaron Rodgers for the second half of the game. Here's the thing, here's the thing. The Lions 
if we're being completely honest, should have made the playoffs last year. Oh, with how many one-possession games they lost? Yeah, think about that. If they can close games this year with Aiden Hutchinson, doesn't have to move states. He's out. He's already got. He's at home. You know, Michigan. All right, now we're really starting the hot takes off. They're, they're going to be different, dude. Over 5.5. I'm not saying they're making the playoffs. Over 5.5 wins. I like it. Lions, lock it in. All right. Um, Second hot take. Uh, Who, you know, we just, let's let's stick with the NFL here, Ian. Um, who will be uh the best team from the first five draft picks? Not who will be the best player, but who will have the best record of the first the five of the first five teams that had picks tonight? Who will have the best record? The Giants, the Jag. Right, so it was Jets, Texans, uh, Giants, Jaguars, Lions. Honestly, ooh, I want to say the Giants. Really. Yeah. Listen, I think the oh, you think Malik Willis will fall to the Giants, and if so, do they go for that, or are they have they resigned Daniel um, Daniel Jones? Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Giants are going to draft a quarterback. I don't think their ownership is Dude, good enough I don't to do know, that. Man. I don't know. You know that, but you're saying between those kind of dumpster fire organizations in that top five, yeah. um, I, I think the Giants will. They have the easiest con- or the easiest division. Literally, the games are like 10-3 to 3 every single time they play. So yeah. it, <laughs> it, it's got to be the Giants. They have the easiest division. Um, I'm going to go with, I want to say Jaguars because they've done a little bit of, in the offseason. They've done the most out of these out of these teams, uh, but they've had the least amount of draft picks to this point. Christian Kirk, four million seventy-seven. Dude, Christian Kirk and Madden, dude, that guy's different. I'm just saying. Yeah, but in real life, he's like a wide receiver to at best. Yeah, but uh, dude, I'm looking at this and I'm I'm sticking with the Lions. I know we just talked a little bit about the Lions, but they have the best based off the draft. They're the best and. Uh, the Giants draft picks haven't been good enough, in my opinion. Uh, Thibodeau is not good. Evan Neal is good. But, dude, well, we'll see. this is... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, this is... Kinda, yeah, this is all hot takes. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean... We're kind of just having a conversation here, honestly. Yeah, it's completely irrelevant what we're saying, well, dude. Well, it, let's it just jump over to... Let's just stick in the division. Uh, AJ Brown to the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Highway robbery, perhaps. Here's the thing. I I like that. You know, I was saying to my dad when when we saw it, it's like the caps the cap space kind of affects it. But here's my theory: is why go into the draft trying to get a high pick when you can easily draft a Pro Bowl wide receiver? That's all I'm saying. That's my theory. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like. So it was documented, you know, this guy uh, I saw talking before the draft saying the Eagles, you know, they're keen on a wide receiver. Uh, they have they had a good draft, good uh, high draft pick. Um, why would you go into this draft trying to get a high draft pick 
when you can easily just trade it like they did here for AJ Brown, who's a Pro Bowl wide receiver, to a team that to many teams who are very gullible to picking up a high draft pick when it's draft night. I'm just saying I think I think picking up a wide receiver in a trade is better than drafting one. Yeah, but we also have to take into consideration that AJ Brown won out of the Titans organization. They couldn't pay him. So even with Debo Samuel as well, I wouldn't be surprised if Debo went somewhere tonight. No. We saw. We also saw Hollywood, Hollywood Brown's gone too. Did you see that? That was so out of the blue. I saw that ESPN notification. I'm like, dude. That's an awful pl- play by the oh Ravens. Oh my gosh, you know, a terrible play. But you know, Hollywood Brown already tweeted out. He's not happy. He said, "I wish I could have play- played with my brother for life." Talking about Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah. But where where do you go again? Um, I can't remember. Uh, I I want to say uh. He went to the Cardinals, which actually, you know, is the, is actually a good place for him, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, the NFL is like this. Like the past five minutes of this segment has been a shambles uh, tonight. <laughs> but uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Enough NFL yeah, talk. Good NBA up. talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ian, once again, thanks for coming. Always a pleasure. What is this? The fourth time. Fourth or fifth, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, well, I'll be back. Of course. Usual. Of course. Uh, another hot take segment in the books. Not as good as the first one, but as that's as per usual with everything. Not as good JC as the first one. You know, Ian and I actually did get Jake Fegan's reaction to that take. It was Live. Ex- it was exquisite. You know, he was excited. He was, he was, uh, he, he was shaking my head. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great, great. Um. But yeah, thanks for listening. That's going to wrap it up for this episode and uh, see you next time.